Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Happy Thursday, potluck Thursday. Going to try and keep this quick, but I don't think it's going to work. Let's follow the advice of trying on somebody else's shoes after you disinfect them, like at the bowling alley. You, you, we get an idea how ridiculous some of the things we actually tolerate are. And I think it's time to proclaim that white on other type crimes can only be discussed by whites going forward, starting now, you know, March 2021. Uh, I honestly don't think this would get very far. But for a while there, we had the um, keep your white noses out of our criminal affairs people of color it was a good gambit it had a good run it was interesting uh politicians got behind it and fake news superstars and there's a reason why i would suggest trying something foolish and ridiculous like this why because it stands right now we have frauds in the federal government working with judicial appointments together they're playing stupid games childish games with the concepts of affected stakeholders and fake agency. Uh, something we need to keep in mind is that uh, Americans are free to return to normalcy only after this social insurrection is stopped or completed. You can try after it's completed, but uh, I think it's going to be a little bit bloodier. So I think this we'll, we'll, we'll try to show how ridiculous the left is by applying these third grade type tactics. Uh, on other events and other people. Let's change the names to, uh, to disturb them. Um, and part of this is I'd like to focus on Judge Hitman Emmett Sullivan. Uh, he was honored earlier, in this, earlier this month for high pro, in our high-profile Black Criminal History Month because uh, we just lived through another episode of his kind of ass-backwards logic. Uh, Judge Emmett Sullivan. Only I decided to tone this down and kind of flip it around. Uh, I toned down his flavor of stupid to slightly ridiculous. Do you remember when the government dropped its cases against General Michael Flynn? The government drops cases like that, usually with Andrew Weissman type tactics and such, because they're really not looking for anything uh, to, to, to ride the thing out completely government drops its cases when it knows the completion of the case will expose government investigators who engaged in prosecutorial misconduct. In other words, cases that will show the, the crimes and maybe we'll get some of the idea of how these people round people up they don't like and destroy them for political reasons, political ends. The government usually drops its case after it's done enough political damage and scored some kind of political victory, which makes a court victory moot. Uh, you know, and there's a problem with that. Uh, it ruins lives. And here we're talking about uh, agency and things. So the government, you know, after hearing about uh, how, we th how they thought we had a bully in the White House, the government is actually the bully still, right? Uh, and, and I suggested we write off an entire segment of the population being affected by crime by saying only, you know, white people can talk about white on other crimes. We're a country, typically, that has sought justice for those wronged. Uh, but the 2021 update on that is, unless those stakeholders are white or Asian, then the government steps in, some loudmouth steps in and corrects everything. So, but going back, 
Judge Sullivan's prominent feces encrusted career has specialized in allowing prosecutorial misconduct to ruin lives for socialist causes. This is the same judge who pounded the gavel about prosecutorial misconduct, pretending like it really upset him when he was lied to, but he was actually in on it, uh, back in the Senator Ted Stevens case in 2008. And it caused uh, Senator Stevens to nearly lose his re-election after 40 years plus in politics. The defense team had the exculpatory evidence that we used to convict him, uh, the, the falsified evidence, the doctored witnesses, etc., uh, etc. Et and they had enough time to salvage the election for Senator Stevens. But I believe there was a gag order that Sullivan issued, right? And back then, when you're told to be silent by a judge or do the right thing, people typically did it. And that's how, where we've come since 2008. Now, Sullivan, that, that's flaunting your political power. You're, you're staying power in a dirty position, right? Um, so what Sullivan did to Flynn when he issued that uh, amicus curia brief, right? It was when He opened the door. It's like an open letter to a leftist mob asking for anybody in the world with any reason to prosecute a man the government set up in the first place. Because General Flynn knew where Obama's bodies were buried. He knew the Iran deal. He knew how bad that was. And he knew what the intelligence community was doing against honest, decent Americans. And invariably, the pushback on this is going to come from two forces. It's going to end up being uh, an eat-your-own at some point, as, as we've recently seen because this is the function is similar to that of the cancel culture but you're always going to have people who are against it because well it's wrong and that's going to be the normal people who aren't behind the socialist agenda so this is another one of those instances uh that i refer to and maybe i should be more specific about things like this when I say you're, the left is looking for a war because basically all other options for normal discourse have been removed. Uh, you know, the tactic I've referred to in previous episodes, like Obama would step, in, step behind the podium, get up to the microphone and tell us, well, we have a number of options. And then it was a, in very short course, he would end up saying, you're, you're, you're basically... You're an idiot if you think any of these options are any good. Kind of shaming people into my way is the only way. Uh, but some of us won't tolerate that. And we see that. So when I say they're looking for, the left is looking for a war, this is exactly the type of event I'm referring to where sensible options have been removed and the media pretends like, you're crazy if you're for these sensible options or racist because that's the big thing. Let's move into that now because it really seems like the left is trying to make Jim Crow sexy again. Everything is Jim Crow. Everything is Jim Crow. Uh, the Illegal Voting Act, um, the filibuster, because uh, we have people talking about how it was to keep slave owners in power or something stupid like that but it's nuts because 
every Democrat crying about the filibuster right now was pro-Jim Crow just a few years ago, recently. In their careers, they've been pro-Jim Crow as well. But you'll never see the media calling them out for anything like that because they just, they're allowed to waffle or flip-flop. And as long as we're talking about how racist everybody else is, uh, did, did everybody catch that little speech clip where Joe Biden blamed Donald Trump for um, for the separation of children from their parents as they pour across the border just recently. Um, ridiculous. Because children were separated from their parents because they weren't their parents. Or the, the officials at the border were fairly certain they weren't their parents. So it became smart to separate the children from child rapists, um, people who were profiting from or trafficking these children. And the point that Joe Bryben miss, he totally, utterly misses, is that these parents are selling their children to the traffickers on the other end or wherever their home port is. Um, but the media has no problem picking that up and running with it. Uh, I don't know how anybody can tolerate, stomach, follow, or believe the news at this point. They're such imbeciles. Liars. They're in on the whole thing. And the thing that I just, I don't understand is how people, how Americans, once uh, shrewd, uh, observant, are buying into anything the news is telling us. There's no, there's no facts or data. When a politician, a Democrat, let's just say, stands up and says that something is racist, but uses harsh words, and it's just a, a verbal attack on the other party, parties, or normal people, they love it when there are acerbic words insults, and somehow that's fact. Because that's been the big thing. Look at some of the headlines. Look at some of the online, the digital content out there. So-and-so rips so-and-so. So-and-so tears someone's butt off. That's the piece of news, not the content. But somehow, when those the people who respond have tables of data, video evidence, audio evidence, that's a distraction. That's not reality. There's nothing, there's nothing to see there. They're just trying to trick you with facts. And maybe this goes back to AOC's, you know, being morally right, although not really being the party of morality. She'd rather be morally right than factually correct. And I get the, the the big thing to take away from this is let's put something some, let's put something like this on the ballot. Let's put let's decide this by a vote because you'll find there's absolutely no freaking way the socialist agenda is an agenda a voting base wants. It's impossible. Let's just put that on there. Say, uh, are you for or against? 
the socialist agenda. Because people who have been fighting, I mean, this includes people of color, people who have been fighting for equity, fairness, equality, the last thing they're going to want is to suddenly find that hard work, edu uh, education, discipline, no longer pay any dividends. No longer, there's no longer a reward for that. When people start to realize this, uh, who think that socialism sounds interesting, there's a little intrigue and mystery there, they're going to say, wait a minute. So when I finally have all of everything aligned in my life, that the education and training and whatever, I won't get to where I once would have in the America that we uh, actually deserve, had, bought, and paid for, I think they're going to wake up. And when they do wake up, they're going to be pissed at that time. They're going to be as pissed as we are now because they're going to realize that when it was their turn or their chance or the promise or the deal made was nonsense, they're going to feel that they were used all over again for somebody else's agenda. And it isn't to promote race equity. It's to keep the people who are in office now, in office for a very long time, for them to be able to pick their successors and for the government to keep its control over us. And they're going to realize that they use tools and tactics like trust the science, but nobody ever says the science, trust the numbers, but they never share the numbers like tax burden, fair share. And in these trying times, each of us might need a laugh. So I suggest, recommend, you go look up that interview that John Stossel had with the Reverend Al Sharpton a number of years ago, in which Stossel got the good reverend to show that he actually is speaking on things that he has no clue about. He asked, uh, Stossel asked Sharpton what he thought the actual fair share percentage would be for the wealthy in this country. And Al Sharpton thought that they should pay 15%. Now, he threw a bunch of bogus numbers out there at the time, uh, far below the 15%. Um, and then John Stossel pointed out that at the time, the rich were already paying 34%. Sharpton refused to address this or ask any questions. He just kept trying to steamroller uh, John Stossel. Uh, and I, most people may forget that uh, or never realize that in a typical year, half of the country takes more from the federal government uh, or from governments than it pays in. So, and let's think about this. States that target the wealthy uh, via like proprietary wealth taxes will always explain it by adding or throwing out their calculations or forecast or revenue predictions, um, hoping that that, you know, kind of settles the masses down. Uh, so they, they, tell, they tell everybody in print what, how much new revenue they, that revenue that state will receive. The problem is the law passes, they start collecting the taxes, and typically end up losing more than double their projected gain. For instance, Maryland calculated an additional $106 million but ended up winning a grand prize loss of $257 million. 
let's think about this. Obama set up a task force, special forces kind of thing with the IRS to go after the wealthy, uh, specifically the ultra-wealthy in 2009. And that didn't end well because the IRS, even though they thought they had their brightest, they weren't smart enough. They got punched in the face with complexity uh, that they'd never seen before. And that Cracker Jack team lost the country even more money. Uh, we even had the biggest no-brainer for socialism on the Illinois ballot in 2020. The fair tax was a no-strings-attached um, simple ballot item. The simple get straight yes or no. They asked, may we raise the taxes on the top 3% of all wage earners? So you'd think that given the number of people completing a ballot and submitting it, that that would have just passed no problem. It failed. It failed. Socialism has been on our ballot and has socialism has failed. Um, but here's what worries me. The posture of socialists have never been this rabid in American history. They've never had so many people in positions of power where they could actually get this thing across the, the, the goal. They can never finish this. They tried. Obama went after the wealthy. 2009 states have gone over the after wealthy. I should say, it should be more accurate. The ultra wealthy. They're going after those huge sums of cash. And they're going for those because they can hit one or two and get 50 times as much from them, in theory, than they can from doing all of that footwork. So to them, the ultra wealthy are like Fort Knox. But, the, but, but it's, it's really scary because they're going to overcome those failures that I just mentioned by passing laws or even quicker, issuing executive orders because now we have executive orders coming out and people are, uh, the jackboots in the media, are, they've been spewing acid for many news cycles and they'll do so uh, to get this to where people think if they speak out about the executive orders not being laws, and they want you to pretend like they are. They want you to follow them as though they're law. So it's only a matter of time how, uh, quick, how quickly they want to get this done. It's not, it's no longer representative government. It's not a let's talk this out, let's weigh this. It's a we're doing this and that's it. So good luck with that. And again, this is one of those the left is asking for a war because at some point enough people are going to be fed up. Enough people are going to see through the illusion, see behind the curtain, see what's really going on. The problem is our voices are being suppressed. And okay, I have to apologize. This ended up not being a 10-minute episode. Well, I hope the this podcast, this episode, is achieved its goal. I hope I'm still on mission. I'm giving you things to think about. Because we all need to pay better attention, it seems. Because the socialist enemy is growing in strength. I don't think they're growing in number. I think that's another one of those fallacies. That's a projection, another deception. Don't fall for it. Remember, socialism was on the ballot and lost and hopefully just keeps on losing and hopefully enough people wake up 
and stand up against it. Because the new brand of tyranny is going to suck. But here's the upside that should give us all hope. At some point, the people who are assisting them, the people who felt like they were the outsiders all along, are going to wake up and realize that when this next phase, this transition to socialism is complete, that they, got, they were lied to and got duped again because they're, they think they're going to get an equal outcome. But what they don't realize is that the government's going to take care of itself, which means all of our equalized outcomes are going to be worse than anything we've known before because they're going to need quite a bit to stay in power for the next hundred years or so. Everybody take care. God bless. <laughs>